Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. I'm your host, Mindy McCulley, Extension Specialist for Instructional Support with Family and Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. We are housed in the Martin Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. If you find that your children are going to bed every night these days with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads, they are not alone because I am too. Our guest today is Dr. Courtney Luking, Extension Specialist for Family Health and Nutrition. And she is going to give your children and me some tips for navigating those sweet temptations. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you, Mindy. I'm excited to be here. I I hear you. It's like Halloween hits, and then you can always think of a reason that we have extra sweet treats lying around. Yes, that's all I can say is yes. (laughs) And who, who doesn't love a sweet treat, right? Like we have this habit of, saving or viewing dessert as a reward. So it seems like something extra really seems like something special. We've put it on a pedestal and that can give it more value or seem somewhat forbidden. But the reality is we can build dessert into a balanced eating pattern for children and adults or children at heart, however we want to call ourselves. (laughs) And so we can really talk about how to include it as part of that balanced eating pattern. Well, I am excited about that because in my mind, I know that I get the same endorphins from a nice walk or a a little jog up and down the steps that I get from eating that piece of fudge, but it's just somehow not as enjoyable. So I know that I have got to indoctrinate myself uh, to get myself to recognize that I can enjoy that sweet little treat and also enjoy that that walk around the block. Absolutely. I think you're you're hinting at one of the I guess it's a cultural way that we talk about food, right? And so yes. we've come up this way and we really have to challenge ourselves and support one another in how we talk about dessert or as my daughter likes to call them sweet treats. <laughs> yes. They are sweet treats. Maybe we just need to include that as part of our regular, I don't know, everyday meal instead of treating them as an indulgence. And then maybe they're not so special. And so then it's not like we're giving ourselves something extra when we when we eat something. That's one of the tips I wanted to share was instead of having dessert be kind of that afterthought or like a a next meal or a fourth meal, because think about it, we have a meal Mm -hmm. and then we typically are waiting until after or a little bit later. And to your point, just building it in with 
Maybe it's some protein or whole grains and a variety of fruit and vegetables and low-fat dairy. That's that balanced eating pattern where we can plug those desserts in and we'll be content with some of those smaller amounts, but then also normalizing that it can be on our plate with all of those things. And children can then pick and choose around those and it just, yeah, makes it a little bit more quote unquote normal rather than that anticipated prize if you eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> but I think another point to think about is how are we talking about dessert, right? Again, are we building it up? Are we trying to use it as some sort of bribe to get children to eat what is put in front of them? We don't want to do either of those. Instead, right. we want to just talk more matter of factly. So instead of labeling things as good or bad or healthy or unhealthy, those are simple ways that children can think about and categorize foods. And, and they learn by putting things in categories. But the reality is food is so much more than just good or just bad or just healthy or just unhealthy. So if we can just talk more about what foods do or where they came from or what they look like, being more objective about how we're talking about the foods that are in front of them, we can kind of just take away some of that morality that is put on food and just keep them as foods, as things that can nourish our bodies and our minds. And so sometimes maybe we should include apples and carrots as the sweet treats because they truly are sweet mm -hmm. and they are just as great in the dessert category as they are on the vegetable or fruit side. And so if they are part of that normal sweet treat, then it isn't quite as special, I guess, when you get to have a sweet treat in your normal meal. Yeah, I, you bring up a really great point that a lot of these foods that we would say are part of a balanced eating pattern or quote unquote healthy, healthier, they are sweet. And so instead of thinking about what we're eliminating, we can think about what we can add. So uh, fruits are a great example of foods that are naturally sweet. They are raw. We have dried. We have frozen sometimes, which is great for those out of season ones. I've, for my littlest one, I've stumbled upon freeze dried fruits, which kind of melt in the mouth a, a little bit. So yeah. um, nice and easy for those who are learning how to eat a variety of foods. And so those can all be great options. Pumpkin even can be an enhancer for moisture. Mm -hmm. You can think about if you are going to bake something, adding some of these nutritious supplements, or sometimes they can be swapped in or out for baking ingredients, sure. um, like applesauce, for example, or, or some whole grain flour instead of just all purpose, because it'll still give you the same properties in terms of mouthfeel and flavor, or maybe even more flavor, but it can also add more nutrients to support that growth and development. I think those are great options. So as we wrap up today, Courtney, do you have any last sweet treats to suggest as we move through this season of decadence? Sure. I, I don't know if it's more so the types of treats, but just choices. And this can help you navigate this children's like sweet taste good. And children just have a natural tendency to prefer sweet foods. I think most of us as humans do sweet and yeah. salty things. 
And so it's about choices. And so depending on the age of your child, you know, would you like this or would you like that? So you can incorporate the frozen fruit, for example, but it's also okay to offer them, would you like part of this cupcake or part of this cookie? And and as the adult, it's important for us to um, keep an eye on how much of those foods are offered or just the time of day. And there will be pushback. There will be meltdowns when you say not right now or not today. And it's okay to put your foot down for that. Decide what your limits are with, with your family. But over time and being consistent in those choices or when they can have those types of foods or how often, um, it will really it'll lessen those tantrums um, right. because it will be part of those expectations and kind of what we call family rules around, around eating. Well, and as Dr. Weisenhorn, our parenting specialist, likes to say, if you model the behavior, it's a whole lot easier to put your foot down. So if you've got your face stuffed with cookies, it's hard to say, no, you can't have a cookie too. So yes, think about that. Mm-hmm. Really important point that our actions can speak louder than our words. So exactly. It matters as well. Yes. Thank you, Courtney, so much for sharing these tips. And I'm going to try really hard to listen to what you say. (laughs) (laughs) If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Talking Facts and you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.